0: (laughs) The Functional Flex Cave Cast, coming to you live from the Strength Cave Headquarters. Here is your coach, Ryan Milton. Well hello Cave Casters, it is Ryan and here we are once again in the Functional Flex Headquarters to dig in to some more of your training, nutrition and mindset questions. You guys have been sending me a ton of questions, and I cannot tell you how thankful I am for all the submissions, as well as having the opportunity to give you guys some answers to these questions so you can make some impact, make some changes, make some progress towards your goals and in your health and fitness life. That is my goal, and I am so thankful to have that opportunity. So thank you guys for listening to this, for one, and then thank you guys for taking action on what it is we're talking about. So with that in mind, let's get right into business here. So the first tra- uh, training question, that uh, training question we have on the list here is I am sore and today is gym day. Should I still train or should I rest? Well, let me tell you the answer to that one. Yeah, get your ass in the gym, okay? Every day is training day if it's scheduled, no matter how sore you are, no matter how busy you are, no matter how tired you are. You guys got to remember, anytime you touch a weight, anytime you put a plate on a barbell, you grab a dumbbell, you do one rep, It is progress towards your goals. Yeah, some days are going to be better than others. Some days you're going to get in there and feel like a fucking Hercules champion who's just banging out all these reps and feeling immortal. And then other days, you're going to barely be able to get your ass out of bed. Let alone you want to go lift a weight or set a new max or do whatever you got to do for your workout that day. But the answer is yes, train. It doesn't matter how sore you are or anything else. Get in there and do something And more often than not, once you guys get in there, you're going to be kicked into high gear. Your body's not going to feel sore. Your mindset's going to improve. You're going to feel great as you get through the workout, okay? So, yes, train. Question number two. What's the most important part of training for a competition? Well, this could be, uh, this doesn't really say what kind of competition, but... It could be any competition really, the answer is the same. The answer to that question, what is the most important part of training for a competition, that's going to be your recovery. You guys, this is the forgotten training variable. Everybody's always so focused on their meal plans, their training plans, and making sure they get all the reps, their weights, all these things in, taking their supplements, And whatnot, and all of you forget the most important part of this is recovery you have to be able to train hard break down tissues and recover them to build anything to make progress in any avenue to burn the right amount of fat to do any of that you have to be fully recovered you guys so recovery and I would say even just sleep is the number one part that is most important when it comes to training for a competition You guys got to, you can't underestimate that. You got to be fully rested, fully recovered, okay? So if you are losing sleep repeatedly, you're sleeping four or five hours a night and you're feeling like shit, but you're still training hard, you're not making as good of gains as you could possibly make. I mean, yes, you're still going to make tons of progress if you're training and nutrition and all that's in place. But if you have the recovery variable, the sleep variable in there and you're maximizing that one too... The other ones are going to just fucking multiply and you're going to have so (laughs) many more results from it. So find a way, if you are the person having trouble sleeping, trouble recovering, find a way to do more of that. You don't necessarily need to sleep more at night. I mean, some people can't do that. Some people got kids to keep them up and things like that. Take a nap, you guys. You cannot underestimate the power of a 12 to 20 minute nap. And if you can't find 12 to 20 minutes in your day and you're still losing sleep at night, I don't know who the hell you are because you're just either lying to yourself or you're the busiest motherfucker on the planet. So figure out how to recover better, that's the most important part of training for a competition. Question number three, want to build muscle, where do I start? You start with a training program and a nutrition program, but really it's going to start mainly with your nutrition you guys because you see the thing is most people have no clue how to eat so if you're saying you want to build muscle where do you start i'm assuming you haven't built muscle before you haven't trained for building muscle before this is going to require you to lift weights to break down tissue break down muscles and then rebuild them through proper nutrients and things like that from eating a healthy diet so you need to get on a training program and you need to get on a nutrition program that supports your goals of muscle building. Don't just go for anything now. You wanna make sure that it's pretty specific. You wanna lift heavy weights. You're gonna wanna do some hypertrophy work, some higher rep things, all perfect form. And then you wanna get in a diet that supports muscle growth. So you gotta be in a calorie surplus. You have to be about 500 or so calories above your maintenance at a minimum to build some muscle mass okay so figure out your maintenance calories at 500 and eat train and make gains <laughs> all right question number four how do I burn stubborn belly fat slash saddlebags great question I get this a lot I love this question uh, the answer is you stay to the fucking plan <laughs> if you're on a fat loss diet you're on a fat loss training protocol whatever you're doing Hopefully you're there if you're trying to burn stubborn belly fat and saddlebags. You should be on some kind of fat loss program for sure. Uh, stick to the program, you guys. Results don't come overnight. And the way your body burns fat, it actually starts on your outer extremities. A lot of people don't know this. But fat burning starts like at your feet and your hands. And it works its way inward. So the last zone that you're really going to get the fat burn going, the final piece of the puzzle is going to be your midsection which is the one of course everybody wants instant results on it takes the longest you guys stay the path stay the plan and keep going and you will get there no doubt but don't stop when you don't see results for a week don't stop when you don't see results for a month keep following the plan keep going you will get there i guarantee it stick to the plan always question number five how do I know how much weight to lift? Well, okay. So if you're on a training program again, training programs coming up, you guys, super important. Hold on a sec, little water. <sighs> okay, training program. You got to be on a training program. That's how you're gonna know how much weight to lift. It's gonna be based on your rep ranges, you guys. So here's how I do it, uh, and this is pretty universal. I think most coaches probably do it this way. Most plans you're gonna find that you're following, you're gonna do it this way. You gotta look at the, the number of the reps, that's gonna give you the weight target kind of. So like a 4 to 6 rep, that's gonna be a heavy fucking weight and your goal is to be burning out at 4 to 6 reps. You shouldn't be able to get 8, you shouldn't be getting 2 either. So if you're getting 2 reps on a 4 to 6 rep range, you're lifting too damn heavy. <laughs> if you're if you're getting 8 reps or more than 6, you're lifting too light. You should be dying in that, that range, you should be done. You should be at that four to six and be done, okay? So that's gonna be your heavy rep range. Then we got more like a um, eight to ten rep range somewhere in there now. So that's gonna be more of a medium weight. Can still be heavy if it's down towards eight. It's gonna be pretty heavy. But this is your more your hypertrophy range for weightlifting, okay? This eight to ten rep range. That's gonna be a medium weight. It's gonna be something that you're failing on eight to ten reps with. Okay, failing, that's the key, and that can be technical failure, which means you've lost form, or it can be fatigue, if you've just burnt out, okay? Either one of those are failure, that is failure in both regards. And then you guys, anything 10 to 12, 15, anything over, that's going to be more of an endurance type rep range, you're working on muscular endurance, still hypertrophy work in there, Uh, but mainly that's just going to be technique building, because that is actually not super efficient for doing a lot of uh, strength or anything like that building okay so that's going to be a lighter weight so basically your six to or your four to six rep range that's heavy your eight to ten that's going to be a medium and anything 12 or up that's going to be lightweight okay that's kind of how you know how much weight to lift follow the program follow the rep ranges and adjust accordingly so, moving right along into that nutrition category. I like that training one today, guys. Good questions, everybody. Thank you for those of you that submitted. Nutrition. How important, question number one, sorry. How important is protein intake? Woo! Protein intake, you guys, is the number one with anything in your nutrition world, okay? It doesn't matter if you're trying to build muscle, you're trying to burn fat, or you're just trying to maintain. If you are training, and you're trying to have any amount of lean mass on your body, protein intake is king. You gotta have, it is super important. I can't even tell you how important it is, because it is so fucking important, you cannot ignore it. So basically, your protein should always be your your top nutrient. Like, when you go to do a nutrition program, or you got a coach doing a nutrition program, Protein is the priority, you guys. It has to be the priority, okay? If you're cutting down, you want to keep your protein because you want to keep your mass. If you're trying to build muscle, you need protein to build muscle. If You just want to maintain a healthy body. You guys, you've got to get that protein. you got to always have it. It's the most important nutrient, and your diet should be based around that intake for sure. Okay? Question number two. When trying to burn fat, what is the most important macro... Ooh, this goes right with question number one, protein. Your most important macro is protein because if you're cutting down, especially if you're doing it for a contest prep or something like that, or you're doing a dramatic amount of fat loss, you've got to keep that protein intake up because you're about to take your metabolism and your body into kind of the starvation mode essentially because you're dropping into a caloric deficit. So, you're going below your maintenance calorie intake, which kind of puts your body into a little bit of a panic, at least initially. And then, you know, further on, as you diet further along, it's going to get even more so. So, the protein is the most important nutrient for fat burning because you want to make sure that you're preserving your muscle mass so it can keep helping you eat that fat away as well as just keep everything in proper proportion, okay? So, you don't want to you don't want to prioritize carbs or things like that when you're cutting down obviously you're probably cutting back carbs you're cutting fat down somewhere you're doing something like that prioritize your protein you guys and that's going to help you burn fat question number three should I do fasted cardio to burn fat well there's a lot of mixed uh, mixed stuff about this a lot of mixed uh, ideas and reviews or whatever you want to say about fasted cardio but I will say this You can burn fat doing any amount of cardio. It doesn't necessarily need to be fasted. In my opinion, I recommend fasted cardio for most people that are trying to burn a significant amount of fat. Because you see, fasted cardio is based on the idea that you haven't eaten anything yet. So when you go to do cardio, your body is going to look for energy and then it's going to target your fat stores instead of say if you had eaten and then done cardio. But either way you guys, doing cardio is going to burn fat. Fasted cardio will work better for people that are fairly lean already, that uh, you know want to target some extra fat. But in general, you guys just do cardio, you're going to burn fat. It doesn't necessarily matter if it's fasted or not. The best thing to do is to try it and see what works for you. Do your cardio after you've eaten breakfast, see your results after a few weeks. Do your cardio fasted for a few weeks and see your results. And then you'll know what works better for you because everybody's different, okay? That's how you're going to figure that one out. Question number five. How important is nutrition? I see fit people eating donuts all the time and I wonder if it's just genetics. Nutrition is the most important part of any goal achievement when it's related to your physical appearance, your body, your mind, and your fucking spirit, you guys. Nutrition is king, okay? Okay. It is much more important than a training program or anything in that regard and staying to nutrition is the key. Everybody can go to the gym, you guys. Everybody can lift weights or do a little cardio, do a little run, jog here, there, walk outside. And a lot of people don't get results because they lift and then they eat a bunch of shit or they don't monitor the diet at all and they have no clue where they're at with any of their calories or macros, any of it. And they don't get results, you guys. The people that get results, oftentimes, believe it or not, train at a minimum. You don't have to train 10 hours in the gym every day and do 500 workouts a week. And just to get results, Uh, most people do minimal amounts of training to get the desired result and focus largely on their nutrition, you guys. I'm talking about tracking their macros and weighing their foods and doing all this. Now, you don't have to go that in-depth with it, but you need to be aware of your nutrition and you need to know what you're doing. Now, the donuts and all that kind of stuff you're seeing, you guys, on the social medias, pizzas, whatever, I do that shit, but I don't eat that way 24-7. You see, the thing is, nobody wants to post a picture of a salad on Instagram. It's just not desired, you guys. And the people that you're seeing that are eating that kind of stuff... You got to keep in mind it is a cheat day or it is a cheat meal or it's a planned thing. It's not just a haphazard. Like when I go out to eat pizza or I have a donut or I'm having a cheat day, it is planned. I have planned that shit for a while and I thought about it and I knew what it was going to do. And I've calculated all my macros and everything around that just so that I could get that in there and not have any negative effects because if you guys, you plan your cheat days and things like that, you will not get negative effects from it, if they're planned, they're prepared you know what's going on with your body and all that, it's good, you can do it there's nothing wrong with it, so I guarantee you though, anybody you're seeing who's fit on Instagram, who's eating donuts and posting about it and stuff, it is not an everyday occurrence, and if it is it is just a very well planned meal plan, macro plan, flexible diet approach really okay so keep that in mind, you guys, and don't get kind of discouraged by that because nutrition is the most important. You cannot eat bullshit. And you, cannot be a, you cannot pay attention to nutrition, right? You have to pay attention to nutrition at all times if you want results. Well, that just about sums up that nutrition portion of the podcast here. A little sip of water again. A little sick, you guys. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in the desert air out here. It's getting to me. Okay, mindset. Question number one, how do I get motivation? Great question. Motivation comes from within you, whoever asks this and whoever's listening. Motivation does not come from anything but inside you. And what I mean by that is that motivation comes from your mind, you guys. Motivation comes from what you think and what you focus on. What you focus on is what you're going to get, okay? So if you want motivation, focus on your goals. Think about your goals. Remember why you started. And remember why it's important for you to carry on the path that you're doing right now. Why you're supposed to go to the gym. Why you're supposed to eat this meal. Why you're supposed to get this amount of sleep. You got to remember all these variables because you set a plan at one point or you had somebody set a plan for you. A plan that you made a commitment to follow. So if you need motivation, it's simply because you're not focused on what the end result is, on the goals, on whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. You need to be focused and you need to make sure that you remember that. So if you need motivation, you guys, sit down with yourself for a minute. Grab a piece of paper. This will help. Grab a pen, piece of paper, write it all down. Write down all of your goals. Remember them. Remember why you're on the plan that you're on in the first place. Why you set the goal. And then review that paper, you guys. Guaranteed it. After you've done this this kind of motivation reminder exercise, you're going to be right back on track. Guaranteed. And it takes a little bit of willpower to get there, but if you remember when you start feeling unmotivated for things, just do that exercise—you'll be right back. Question number two: How do I set a goal? Well, conveniently, I have actually a book coming out on this shortly. This is a great. Que- this is probably why this question got brought up, actually, because I post. The uh, goal setting thing a little bit ago here. So I got this book coming out, you guys, ebook. I'm going to give it out for free. It is called Conquer Goal Setting. Okay, I'm going to be doing a little series of kind of these books talking about how to fucking school all these um, aspects of your life. Okay, and that's going to be one of them. The first one's goal setting. So I'll give you a little bit about it. And then uh, get the book. It's going to be free. We give that shit to you guys. Read it. Do the stuff in it you're gonna get the results okay but basically you got to set a goal you got to get rid of your the things that hold you back in the first place which usually is our own mindsets okay so the way we think about things these kind of limiting beliefs we create about different things based on the past and whatnot or worries about the future you got to get rid of all those you got to get a clear slate you got to wipe the slate clean in your mind and be ready then you guys got to do a little bit of brainstorming. You got to figure out what kind of goals you want. What do you want in your life? Why are you setting out to set a goal? Uh, kind of jot things down. Write them all out. Figure out what you really want out of your life. What do you want with your body, your mind, your finances, your house, You know, your family, your relationships, all that. Your career. Get it all in there. Figure out what goals you want. And then you got to hone that down. You got to kind of group things together so that you can accomplish multiple outcomes at once, okay? So you group all your goals together, like goals. So for example, if you know you need to work on your diet, so one of your goals is to meal prep, and also one of your goals is to get lean in your body and have muscles, well, that kinda accomplishes both by just meal prepping, you're gonna get both results. So kinda group your goals together, and then pick one to attack. You're gonna make a blueprint. You got to kind of go forth in your mind and see that goal achieved already. You got to figure out what it's going to take and then backtrack, make a plan of attainment for that goal. Okay. Once you've set your goal blueprint, you've set your goal, you know what you want. You just go to work, you guys. And then you're going to assess the progress as you go. So make sure you have a metric for checking in on that goal every week, at least every week, and I would suggest even more so daily, okay? One of the exercises in the book is writing your goals down every single day because if you do that, you are constantly focused on it, your mind, even your subconscious mind, the mind that you're not thinking about, the one that drives the car when you forget where you're going and you forget how you got from A to Z and you have no idea how you did it, that mind is going to be working for your goals even when your conscious mind is not So set your plan you guys, follow it through, assess it as you go and write your goals down every single day. That's how you set a goal. Question and remember you guys, go get that book when it comes out, it's going to be free and it's going to help you. (laughs) Shameless plug. Question number three, I have trouble with sticking to my diet at night and on weekends. What do I do to stay on track? Well. This could be, uh, I don't really know what you're trying to do. Are you trying to lose weight? You're trying to build muscle? What is it? It's maintained? Either way, uh, you're not eating enough in the day. That's what's going on more than likely. If you are getting cravings at nighttime, it's because you're probably not eating enough in the day and on the weekend, you simply lost your structure. So you have lost your ability to stay on track with your nutrition as well, right? And what I mean by you lost your structure is a lot of people don't work on the weekends. Uh, Kids don't go to school on the weekends, so Monday through Friday we have a real strict regimented schedule that we follow, it makes it a lot easier to follow a meal plan too or a nutrition plan because you just slot it into your day, you're already, uh, you know, you already got most of the structure built for the day so you just put it in there, but on the weekends you can sleep in, you can skip the gym, you can kind of do lazy things, you know, eat more, whatever. Uh, So you've lacked the structure. So treat your weekends just like any other day and program yourself in meals. Set alerts on your phones, you guys. That's going to keep you on it. Program it in so that you know at 10 a.m. I should be having a shake. At noon I need to eat lunch. At 5 o'clock it's dinner. You know what I mean? Have your phone alert you. And that's going to be how you stick to that plan. But really to answer the question more so, it's going to be the fact you're not eating enough. So if you're cutting down, you're not getting enough food in the day, you're not getting enough food on the weekend, whatever. Or if you're trying to build, you're also probably not eating enough during the day, you're too busy, something like that's going on. Get more food in so you stay satisfied. And if you're eating to your meal plan and you're not feeling satisfied, you need a different meal plan, bottom line. Question number four. What do I do when I don't see progress as quick as I want it? Great question. Comes up a lot. Progress, you guys, is uh, the progress is a funny thing. Sometimes you're going to have a lot of it real in a real short amount of time. Sometimes, like, especially when you start out on a new plan or something like that, or you haven't worked out in a while, or you're a first-time gym-goer. You're going to get a very, very substantial amount of progress really quickly okay and um, it's not going to require any kind of real feeling of work and you're not going to feel like just doing just showing up at the gym and trying to do a little better with your diet will produce results and things like that right out the gate but um, you see the problem is is that's only a short burst you guys that does not last forever you're going to spike up quick and then you're going to level off <laughs> and sometimes you even drop back before you climb again and sometimes you sit at a pl- uh, plateau for months and weeks and days and you know you're, it can be discouraging when you don't see progress that you think you're seeing but the really the thing is you gotta change your focus you gotta for- focus more so on exactly what you're tracking for your progress so maybe if you're checking the scale weekly and you're not seeing the scale change okay well take measurements too And uh, if you're taking measurements and you're not seeing things change, okay, well, maybe you pay attention to how you have been feeling in your mind. Like, how's your mindset been? Maybe it's been improving. Or maybe you use other assessments like exercises in the gym. Okay, here's this weight. Here was my back squat a month ago. Here is it now. You see what I'm saying? So you got to kind of mix up. What you're using to track your progress. Because if one thing's plateaued, you're probably being a slave to that thing. Like I cannot tell you how many people are slave to scales and get discouraged and lose their motivation and all kinds of other junk. Because the scale doesn't change. And you guys, the scale is the worst. It is the worst way to track progress. Like I rarely even have people do that. I have everybody weigh in, but it's literally just as a habit that you're building for yourself, your own accountability. It is not really a great basis of progress in any way. And a lot of people use that as their main set and it is not a good thing. I also have all my athletes and clients using measurements and uh, fitness assessments and, you know, mindset things, all kinds of things to track progress. It is not just the scale ever because it is terrible. So when you guys run out of motivation, um you know because you're not seeing the progress you want as quick go ahead and kind of look for another way to track your progress and you're probably going to find it right away no big deal question number five this is the final one you guys it's so sad i know i I need to do more of these we'll do more i promise we'll do some more so the thing is let's see here what do we got Question number five, I am preparing for a competition and sometimes lose my motivation when I don't see the progress I think I should have. What do I do? Yeah, well, it is about the same answer, but in this scenario, it's actually a little different because if you're preparing for a competition, I'm assuming you have a coach. If you don't have a coach... That's your first problem, okay? That's what you got to take care of right away. Get a coach. What do you do? You get a coach. (laughs) If you already have a coach and you're preparing for a competition and you're losing your motivation when you don't see the progress, your coach sucks (laughs) because your coach should be telling you all levels of what's going on. You should know what's happening. You should know why and you should know what to expect at this point, that point, da-da-da-da. If you're not seeing the progress, you should know why you're not seeing the progress or maybe that's not the progress you're supposed to be seeing. So get yourself a coach if you don't have a coach for your competition preparation. It doesn't even matter, you guys. I you know, coaches work with coaches, right? I learn from other coaches. Other coaches learn from me. There's nothing wrong with hiring a coach, even if you are a coach or a trainer. Let alone if you're just an average gym goer or a first-time competitor for any kind of competition, you guys. Get yourself a coach, kinda. Learn some things. It's only going to be more information. It's only going to be more accountability. It's only going to help you. It is not ever going to hurt you. And it lets you just focus, right? A lot of um, people try to coach themselves into these things these days. They kind of want to coach themselves through fat loss or they want to coach themselves through muscle building or, you know, competition prep. But you guys, that's a lot harder than you think it is because you're playing two roles. You have to play. The role of the person going to do the work and then also the one who's keeping you to go and do the work and set all the plans and set all the blueprints and the outlines and the outcomes. It is a lot easier no matter who you are to simply have a plan put in front of you and keep the discipline to it than it is to create the entire thing and try to follow it and second guess yourself and wonder what's going on and when you have weaknesses, you lose the whole thing. You know, you have a day where you're not feeling great, you lose your entire, you mess the plan up, you lose track, you lose your motivation, you lose your momentum, okay? You gotta have somebody there for you, you gotta have somebody in your corner always fighting for you. So get yourself a coach and that's what you do. And then when you feel like you don't see the progress, that you think you should have your coach will reinvigorate your mindset and keep you on track and keep you happy and whatever it takes you know to keep you going towards your goal so that you meet that goal and kick fucking ass (laughs) all right so there you go guys that's gonna conclude it today Uh, We got, you know, we got those five questions in for the training nutrition mindset, 15 answers right here. I hope that you got something out of this one today, you guys. And I am loving these questions you guys are bringing me. So keep bringing them, okay? You can send them to me on any of the social medias. I'm in there all the time. I'm checking that stuff. Send me a message, you guys. Find me on my email. Ryan.Milton at FunctionalFlexFitness.net. You can ask me any questions there. Even if you don't want to put them on the podcast, okay? I won't put them on the podcast. That's fine. Just ask me the question. I'll give you the answer, okay? Because I'm about trying to help you guys get some shit done, have some shit resolved, and create some new progress and new motivation for you guys, okay? That's my goal with this kind of stuff that I do. I'm trying to give away as much knowledge as everybody else wants to charge you for. I'm trying to get you guys the real shit, okay, the guru shit, <laughs> that most people online charge hundreds for, I'm trying to give it to you, so, go ahead, hit me up, you guys, give me more questions, I'm super stoked to be doing this, and I'm gonna do another one soon, My Goal is gonna be every other week now, because the questions, they keep rolling, so, take something from this today, and take action now, it's super important, and make sure that you get the free ebook coming out may 1st you guys that is next week that is a couple days away we're talking next monday by the time you hear this that's only going to be like four days away so get it and let's go coach ryan thank you for listening to the functional flex cave cast for more Head over to the social media, the Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitter at Functional Flex. And check out the YouTube channel, The Functional Flex Strength Cave. Visit our website at functionalflexfitness.net. And thank you for subscribing to this podcast.